Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to today's episode of Midweek Mind Candy. I'm sorry, we're doing Uncaped Heroes, and I'm so glad that you're here with us. We have the most wonderful time meeting people from all over the world that share their wisdom and their journey, and today is no exception. My name is Stacey Johnston. I'm honored to sit here with you, and equally as honored to sit alongside my co-host, Cassie Holland. Cassie, how are you today? Well, I am currently hiding from the wind, but otherwise I'm great. How are you? I am doing really well. Welcome to, to a new year and new adventures and a new season for the things that we do and, and, and the people that we get to meet. So tell me, what's your goal? What are you looking forward to the most in 2023 when we talk about these conversations we get to have and these people we get to meet? You know, I think like I said before, my goal for this year is just to continue to spread the extraordinary in the ordinary, right? If it wasn't for this podcast, I guarantee you I probably would not have crossed paths with the people that we have met. Mm-hmm. So I, I think my goal is just to continue to spread the awesome. I love it. I think that's a great goal. You know, I was having that very same conversation with a lady today. She was asking me, she said, what keeps you going? What keeps you doing this podcast? You just keep, keep on. And I said, you know, I think it's the intrigue of the people that we get to meet. Like you, in my everyday walk of life, Oh, I would bet 98% of this, the people that we get to meet, I would never have the opportunity to have a conversation with and to get to know. So I'm just always intrigued about where we get to go and who we get to meet and the wisdom that gets shared. I'm fascinated because everybody has a different story. Everybody has a different statement for us, and then, uh, I am totally intrigued by the uniqueness in all of it, I think. So how about you ready? We're ready to get this conversation on roll today. We have a gentleman joining us today. I'm going to let him tell you all about who he is and where he's from. So welcome, Jared McCaffey. How are you today? I'm great. I'm really good. Really good. Thanks for having me on your show. We are honored to have you. So how about you kick us off? Tell us who is Jared McCaffey, what do you do, why do you do that, and how can we connect with you? Okay, so first of all, my name is Jared McCarthy, um, and I guess uh, a little bit about myself, and for the, for the purpose of our audience today, I'm just going to give a little bit of background of, of myself and where I came from. I, I grew up in Ireland. I went to school there, and school was a challenge for me there. I, I didn't like it, and I didn't really fit in, and the culture around me at the time was based on fear and punishment. I found during school I was often in fights and, um, and home life wasn't that dissimilar. It was a challenge. There were lots of challenge about, around mental well-being, um, physically and emotionally. And there, were a lot, there, was, there was a lot of traumatic situations and it was stressful in many ways. And at the time, the country itself was, I guess, there was, uh, it was quite dominated by the, the church and the political situation wasn't, um, there was a lot of unrest and a lot of unemployment. And in many ways, it was, ha- it was a hard place where I often felt lost and I guess I would say even numb, and 
um, a lot of low self-worth. Uh, I've often described it as, I guess, the perfect breeding ground for shame and disconnection, um, the opposite um, to what you need as, as a child, or which, you know, we need connection, you know, which gives us, I guess, purpose and meaning. Right. Um, yeah, but I guess one thing my parents did instill in me was hard work, like that belief that, you know, you work hard and that will actually give you independence. And from others around me, what I got was, um, I guess, to play hard and then you'd be able to fit in. And that's what I was really desperate to do, was I was desperate to belong and be part of something, I guess what we call today as being finding a tribe. Um, right. And if I and if I did all of that, then I'd be okay. Uh, but to be honest with you, I had no clue about relationships. I had no clue about um, women. I had no clue about sex. I had no clue about how to be a solid person in myself. Like I guess at home in myself. Um, you know what it meant to be being a man in my masculinity, or even and more so, more importantly, is like how to even process. Um, any kind of feelings mm. and all I could see at the time was what I didn't want uh, I didn't know what I want but I knew what I didn't want um, and I guess in some way I became a rebel in many ways um, and I left Ireland when I was you know, 25 um, and as I had a deep feeling like if I was going to sink if I stayed there uh, and I disguised that under the term, oh, I just want to travel. So that's how I came to Australia, and that really changed my perspective. It, it kind of gave me, um, you know, new opportunities, and I started a business here. Um, at that time, it was in the computer business I started with a few other people. And life was great until I got to 30. Uh, and that was the first time, I guess, I had a major crisis of, of who, I, who am I? Like, what do I want? And I um, really started to question myself. But I was really lost. And, I, and I, what actually triggered was terrible shame. Um, and that's when I put my hand up to get help. Um, like, and, and getting the help changed everything. But then if I fast forward on from there, you know, I, I then started a real estate business and I, and, and I sold that business just a few years ago um, because I found that while it, it provided me with many things, somehow it wasn't actually satisfying my soul. And I guess from there, then that kind of, in the last few years, I started a business called uh, Brilliant You. And so I guess the best way to look at that is that it's, it's to provide a service to business owners. And, you know, these business owners um, often felt that the businesses were meant to be exciting, the, main, the businesses were meant to be fulfilling and rewarding, providing them with the keys to financial freedom, independence, and happiness. And nice. And they find that that's not actually happening. They actually feel they are trapped, frustrated, you know, stuck in the rat race. 
And then they'd look around and see everybody else around them and it would appear to be doing so much better. And they felt like they were losing it and every day you know, it was becoming like Groundhog Day. And yeah. often they were, constantly, you know, they were constantly kind of wondering, is this all there is? And they would be feeling burnt out and disillusioned with their lives. They'd be asking themselves like, you know, when did this kind of stop working? How did it all go wrong? How come everything changed for me? And they don't know what they want anymore. You know, they would have tried so many different things. And they'd even be annoyed with the trainers and coaches because they just felt that the trainers and coaches around them just didn't get them. You know, and they, they, they then kind of started to wonder, what the heck am I doing? Maybe I should just get a job as a, as a delivery driver and I'd have no responsibility for staff or cash flow or whinging clients, as they might call them, and they'd have a much simpler life. But worse, like when they got home in the evening, they, you know, kind of, they would feel embarrassed and a failure and they'd, you know, their spouse used to believe in them, but now they can see in their eyes that they don't anymore. And that's the kind of what they think. And what mm-hmm. we do and what I do is uh, I show those same people first how it all kind of went astray, how it went wrong. And then mm-hmm. what we do is we show them how to get clarity, focus, um, inspiration and meaning. And we show them how to find their excitement again and how to become the person uh, that they were truly meant to be, which means now they live life, a life of inspiration, um, where they feel confident in who they are and what their purpose is and how to get out there and get it and make a difference. And they're now able to reconnect with their family in, in a way that their partner not only, I guess, respects them, but adores them because now the communication skills are working far better now. Um, right. And they're kind of not snapping at their children. Uh, they're able to spend time with them and, and now be present. And I guess even more importantly, they're able to give to them. And I take them from that being that, I guess, depressed, frustrated victim of a person to become the person that now takes charge of their life and takes other people with them, then, you know, they, they become leaders. Right. Uh, and not only find the work that they want, but have the relationships with their family and friends they've, they've always desired and dreamed about. And we do that in a, in a program that you know, kind of runs over eight weeks. I call, I call it the Burnt Out to Brilliant uh, program. And I guess people can find all of that on our website as well, like if they want to connect with us or myself. Uh, my website address is decidetobeyou.com.au and they can book a, a one-hour free coaching session there. Okay. So that's... That's my background and what I do now, I, I guess. I hope that all makes sense. It, yes, it makes perfect sense. Great answer. I, you know, so many people get to that place where you look up and you go, wait a minute, is this it? And so many people stop right there and they just 
settle for this is it instead of going, no, there's, there's something more and seeking that thing and finding that thing. And it's such a, um, it's such a need. It's so necessary to find that quest and be able to recognize it. No, what you got now is just taking you to the next place you're going. So I think it's a beautiful service. Cassie, how do you resonate with all that? I think that that is a beautiful thing to help people do. So thank you for what you do. Let me let me ask you a question about the people in your life. Throughout all of the people you've met and the experiences you've had and the lessons that you have learned, is there a have you defined what a hero is to you and is there someone in your life that fits that description? Hmm. <laughs> That's a great question. And um I kind of been thinking about this in many ways in in, in the last while and I, look there are so many heroes and I can't it's it's I had to answer another question in, in, in a different podcast at some time, and it made me really think about this. And there are heroes for me in, I guess, different parts of my life. But when I think about, and I was thinking about um, today, and I, I thought, what what are the heroes for me today? And you know, and I love the your podcast, like ordinary people doing ordinary things. And I think about the people I've met that have touched me in some way and I guess opened my heart. And even, even as I connect with it now, it's kind of, <laughs> it, it, it's, um, yeah, it brings a joy to me. Uh, look, I, I've sat in many workshops, both live and on Zoom, um, in the last few years particularly, uh, for obvious reasons. As a client, as a participant, as a helper, as a coach, as a facilitator, as a trainee, and I guess the heroes to me are when someone has the courage to share the story of their trauma, their pain, their stress, of the fears from not a place of victim or blame, but from the place of vulnerability and and trust and uncertainty um for from that desire to meet themselves maybe for the first time that to me is magic um that that's heroic to me and even as i'm saying it now and i connect with it um my heart feels lifted like i feel blessed and i feel touched um, like that, that gift that people around us give us, like it's, you know, the, the real presence of of grace, I guess. Um, the journey home to oneself, you know, that journey of of awareness and acceptance and even appreciation of of their story, of themselves, like they're they're kind of. Um, weirdness and their quirkiness all all the things they maybe have disliked about themselves uh, and maybe even tried to disown now they've they learn to embrace it and it's their preciousness their brilliance i guess in many ways 
Um, I guess they're my heroes, the ones that who are taking responsibility for themselves and, and their pain body and, um, and they, they're gifting the rest of us permission, you know, to, I, I guess, to do the same through their courage to be themselves. Um, yeah, I, I hope that makes sense. That that's these are my heroes, I guess. It makes perfect sense. It makes perfect sense. That that journey to find who you are and make the journey without letting the world derail you takes it takes an amount of courage that is um, commendable. A lot of us don't take it. A lot of us don't take it. Beautiful story. So let me ask you this: with those things in mind, the heroes that you've met, the journey that you've taken from the little boy in Ireland to this man you stand as today, what's a life lesson that you've learned along the way that you think everyone should know? <laughs> um, yeah, okay. Well, I'm going to tell you a little story here, if that's okay. Um, Go for it. Uh, and I, I call this is how to be happy for the rest of your life. And it's kind of a bit tongue-in-cheek in a way um, that they're heading on that. And the story is um, resisting cutting the grass. And, and this is kind of how it goes. And this is, happens in, our, in my household. Like it, and my wife would say to me, hey, would you mind cutting the grass? And I would say, okay, yeah, no problem. And then a few days later, she would say to me, would you mind cutting the grass? And I would go, yeah, yeah, sure. And then a few days after that, she'd ask me the same question. And this would go on and on for a while until eventually um, it would be, the, the t- you could feel the tension building up between us. And eventually I would uh, go and cut the grass. And in my mind, I'd be kind of complaining about her and say, oh, she's always pressuring me to do things and that and the other. And eventually I'd cut the grass and be done and she'd say, thank you. But the thank you was said in, you know, only in the way that a wife can say it to a husband that you know it means ah. so much more than, <laughs> than, um, than what the, the words itself. Uh-huh. And then I got, then I got to thinking about this and I thought, Oh dear, oh dear. Here am I, the coach of Brilliant You, and I'm finding myself in this kind of uh, situation. And I thought, okay, I need to take myself aside and do a coaching session. And so this is what I did. I thought, why is this getting under my skin? What's actually going on here that I'm letting this get to this situation? And I thought, if I was a client of myself, what would I actually do? And I thought, okay. The next time my wife asked me to cut the grass, I'm, I'm, the advice I gave myself was cut the grass within one hour. Do the opposite to what I've been doing. Cut the grass within an hour, and at the worst case scenario, because of life being what it is, cut it within 24 hours. And so sure enough, it wasn't that long later, my wife asked me to cut the grass, and then she left to go off shopping, and so I cut the grass immediately. I just went down, got the lawnmower, did it, and by the time she got back from shopping, the lawn was done, and I happened to be standing in the kitchen at the time when she got back, and she goes, oh, my gosh, the lawn's cut. It looks fantastic. It's wonderful. It's beautiful. And she came up to me and hugged me and said, oh, I love when we're getting on so well. You know, we're so connected. It's great. We're a real team. And I'm thinking, what? What's going on here? (laughs) Um, And I just thought, you know, I didn't even buy her chocolate. I didn't take her out to dinner. But, you know, I, I thought, what, what's going on here? Is, is, 
is this some sort of foreplay that's happening here? And <laughs> I thought to myself, this is really interesting. And, you know, time went by and the same question came up. And the next two or three times that the same thing happened. Every, I would cut the grass within an hour and her reaction was exactly the same. It was like, it was, she was like a schoolgirl. Like she's like, oh, this is beautiful. This is fantastic. I love it. And I thought, wow, this is absolutely amazing. So this got me thinking as to, um, you know, it was a real light bulb moment. Um, so I thought, I've got to welcome cutting the grass more often. Then I've got to ask myself, where else am I refusing to cut the grass in my life? Like, where am I actually refusing happiness? And Good question. Then it was, it was, so it was, yeah, it was, it was a moment of where else am I actually refusing to cut the grass? And because of how I grew up and, 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 I like, and how I kind of had a bit of a learning quirkiness, I guess. So I always came up with acronyms for, to remind me of these things. So in this case, I came up with an acronym called WAIN. And what it stands for is, um, uh, the W is for welcome, and the H is for heart, and the E is for empathy, and N is for now. So it was to live my life as best I could around that acronym. It's like welcome whatever is happening. I can go with the flow of this. Um, always try and stay connected with my heart, and at the same time have empathy for myself and those around me and live in the now. And I guess that's that's the story, yeah, a life lesson, I guess. I like it. Welcome, welcome whatever's happening right now, even in the moment. Yeah, it, isn't it amazing how that, that one request to cut the grass, if you just do that, how much that changes that entire, that entire communication between the two of you? Oh, something Absolutely. so simple can make such a profound difference. Yeah. So, where do you go with that? I was going to say, keeping that same energy. If somebody said, you have a one-liner of advice to give to the world, what would it be? Well, I guess following on from that story, the, the one line of wisdom would be, I would ask them is, where are you refusing to cut the grass in your life? In other words, I guess, refusing connection first with yourself and then with others. Like, where are you refusing happiness? And this is the real kicker in this. Refusing connection, refusing happiness because you are too busy looking for it or getting ready to connect or getting ready to be happy in the future. Does that make sense? Makes total sense. Blocking your own blessings. Exactly. Mm. I love that. What a valid question. Where are we refusing to cut the grass in our own yard? It's mm. a good one. You know, I've always said people always said the grass is always greener on the other side of the fence. I'm like, yeah, because they're watering their yard and you're not. Right? If you tend to your own yard, it's not so pretty on the other side. Mm. Indeed. 
Yeah, you can't just look at yours and go, man, I wish it looked like that one. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. It doesn't just happen, right? We got to make it happen. Oh, I'll tell you what, guys, I've had a great time having this conversation. I thank you so much, Jared, for the wisdom that you've shared with us today and for your stories and for your truth. It's, It's very humbling people talk about where they came from and, and how they got to be them. So thank you very much for that. With respect to you, our guests, and with respect to our audience, we are going to have to find a time to wind down. And so I'd like to start by saying thank you very much for joining us all the way from where you are. And I believe you're in Sydney. Is that correct? Correct, yes. Beautiful place. So thank you for joining us tomorrow in Sydney. We are honored that you took some time to, to hang out with us today and share your wisdom. Uh, Thank you for what you do, for the space you provide, and for the hero that you probably are to more people than you recognize in a day. So we thank you for that. Cassie, how would you like to end our show today? What's your side? I would like to leave with a challenge. Um, We've been talking for the last few minutes about living in the now and focusing on what's happening right now. So my challenge for our audience today is to do that very thing. If there's something that you're waiting to do for whatever reason, why not now? I love it. I always love the challenges that you lay out. I hope people take them to heart. Let us hear the outcome of those challenges. Jared, we would be honored if you would take the stage for us and close out our show. Give us the last 90 seconds. What would you like to leave our audience with today? Okay. Okay. Brilliant you. And what it stands for is breath, you're a rock, you're inspirational, love yourself, laughter, you have infinite intelligence, anger for your feelings, now, be in the now, be a teacher, be teachable, and you is for yourself, be open, and unconditional love. So what I want for you is to be brilliant you. 